Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Uh, Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, we've been looking through the book of First Peter, so let's resume there. Got some seriously good stuff to look at today. We're in the fourth chapter, and remember uh, what we've seen in the last couple episodes, that uh, Peter's telling us that Christ has suffered in the flesh, and so therefore we need to arm ourselves for the same purpose and to realize some things. That the time of all the sins that we did, the, the sins of the Gentiles, remember that list he gave us of uh, um, idolatries and drinking parties and drunkenness and carousing and sensuality and lust and all these things, that that time has gone by the wayside. There's no reason to pursue that anymore. But realize this, that your friends are going to make fun of you about it. They're going to malign you because you refuse to run with them and that kind of stuff. But he says uh, that for uh, verse 6, he said, for the gospel has for this purpose been preached, even to those who are dead, that though they are judged in the flesh as men, they may live in the spirit according to the will of God. And so we see in everything that he's been writing here that though we're still in these bodies, these bodies that we die to self every day, that we die to the flesh every day. And when you see in Paul's other writings, particularly like Second Corinthians, we're studying that in the uh, local Bible study. <clears throat> he's always talking about how we have the dying of Christ in our bodies. Okay, even though we have this, we have life in the spirit. So then in verse 7, Peter uh begins to give, uh, you can tell he's starting to wrap things up in his mind, and he starts to give just these instructions, okay, these commands, these things for them to do. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be of sound judgment and sober spirit for the purpose of prayer. So he's letting them know the end of all things is near. Now, this was written roughly 2,000 years ago, right? some 2,000 years ago. And so it's, what's he speaking of? The end of all things is near. Well, you learn quickly when you start looking around in the Scripture that uh, God created time. He created all that is, and he placed us within a linear time frame. Okay, we, we move within time. There's past, there's present, and the future. The past is past, future we don't know. The present is the instant now, and the second I say now, it's already become the past, Right? And so we live in this linear time thing, but God does not. And so his understanding of time is far beyond our understanding of time. Peter was actually saying the end of all things is near. And it is near. It's just not near in the sense that we think is near. We don't think 2,000 years is near. People ask me all the time, are we closer to the end of time? Well, of course we are. Every second brings us closer, right? And, and there's things that we see that we think, well, yeah, perhaps things are starting to happen that we see scripturally and biblically that will lead up to the kingdom of this world becoming the kingdom of our God. Okay, But he says, the end of all things is near. Therefore, be of sound judgment and sober spirit for the purpose of prayer. So he's saying this, that, that because of what's going on, the end of all things is near. And in most situations, the end of our corporeal existence. Uh, will be before the Lord returns, right? He says, because of that, y'all need to be of sound judgment. Don't be foolish. He says, don't be acting crazy and acting stupid and doing things that the world would do. 
He said, and be sober. Now, that, that's not speaking of not being drunk, okay? What does it mean? It's being serious, being serious of spirit. And the reason is for the purpose of prayer, for the purpose of prayer. Now, again, uh, this does not mean that there's no joy. It doesn't mean that there's not happiness. There's not laughter. That's not what the Lord is saying. I believe that Jesus was full of happiness and joy and laughter. And I think we see little elements of that here and there uh, within the New Testament. But he's warning us. And he's saying because the end is coming, whether it be the end of our lives here or the Lord returning, because of that, we need to be of sound judgment and sober spirit for the purpose of prayer. In other words, we don't need to be wasting a moment's time. We don't need to be wasting things with frivolous things, or particularly a lot of things that the world would call amusement. To muse means to think upon, to reflect upon. Put an A in front of it, it means not. See? In other words, something that I don't have to think about, I don't have to reflect upon, that really brings no benefit into my life. And he says, don't do that. Then in verse 8, he says this, above all, so above all, everything that he said and everything that he's about to say, above all this, keep fervent in your love for one another because love covers a multitude of sins. Boy, is that not a, 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 an oft-quoted passage right there? But rare is the person that understands the context of it and what Peter's been saying. He's saying, be, be of sound judgment, be serious, be sober, but keep fervent in your love for one another. Uh, it's a phrase you see all through Scripture, that one another thing. And we as the body of Christ are commanded and instructed to love one another. And we don't do that in the flesh. We do it in the spirit. What happens is the flesh will rise up and well up and will quench that love. And that's the reason we're warned repeatedly to keep fervent in it. Okay, Keep the flames burning of love for one another. Why? Because love covers a multitude of sins. Does that mean that we are ignoring sins and that we're covering the sins of somebody where they don't have to repent? Oh, no, 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 no. That's not what it means at all. It means that when somebody does sin and they repent and they confess that love and, and the grace and the mercy of God and the love of his body will cover that and God will forgive and will move on. We will not hold it against somebody. And uh, let me tell you, the body of Christ is not very good at that. Uh, all too often, we seek to, how can I say this, enhance uh, how we think we stand before the Lord, okay? We tend to make ourselves look better by pointing out somebody else's faults or revealing somebody else's faults or saying, oh, yeah, we forgive, we forgive, but we really never forget and allow somebody to move on from a sin. Just think about it. I mean, we're notorious for that. And this verse right here is telling us not to do that. Now, you're going to see how he's setting this up for the next few verses, but let me read one more, and then we'll continue with the next episode. He says, above all, keep fervent in your love for one another, because love covers a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without complaint. <laughs> oh, be hospitable to one another without complaint. In the same way that you would uh, uh, treat an important worldly dignitary if they came into your home with hospitality, in the same way that you would treat uh, a beloved friend or family member with hospitality, do that with one another without complaint. 
without complaint. And boy, isn't that a tough one right there? Because the tongue often wants to rise up and do what? It wants to complain, and it wants to complain, and it wants to complain. So Peter's telling us not to do that. He says, y'all do this. Be fervent in your love for one another. Be hospitable to one another. Do so without complaint because love covers a multitude of sin. And realize that the end of all things is at hand. It's near. And so be of sound judgment and be of sober spirit for the purpose of prayer. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. Uh, Join the next time. You're going to see how you do this. See you then.